When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/people today. From a basement to your headphones, barely even know who we are, but changing the unknown in a wild top in the trunk. Thank you for downloading the podcast, Theanos. Now, here are your hosts, Jordan Hall and Eric Wayne. Welcome back to a new season of the podcast, Theanos. I'm Jordan Hall. It's 2020, Eric. Did you ever think you'd live to see the day? You know, back in the day when I was watching Hugh Downs and Barbara Walters, are you familiar with who those people are? I know who who Barbara Walters yeah. is. I can't yeah. say I know the other one. You know, they'd say, you know, this is 2020, and it would be like, oh, man, it would be crazy someday when in the year is 2020. I'll be so old. And it's true. Oh, and and here we are, and... um boy miss miss you and and barbara i'm sure is still alive and kicking but yes it's 2020 yay i saw somewhere and i sh- i really should have the attribution for this but we're as close to 2050 as we are to 1990 wow that's trippy that's trippy that so, cuz yeah the 90s doesn't seem like that long ago to me no no definitely not uh so anything new with you big guy surviving the oh you know okay? i'm just I'm just living the dream every day. You know, my life isn't as exciting as yours. Trying to survive another northern Michigan winter. They are they're very long. I don't know if you're if you're aware of that. Yeah, I've been to Michigan. Yeah, I know how it goes a little yeah. bit. Um. So anyway, uh, I guess why don't we just jump right into it? It's been a very long time since the two of you or the two of us have have discussed the Detroit Tigers or any other yes. form of Tigers or baseball. Um. But uh. So. I think a good place to start, just just for us going into the new season, are basic, just at a root level, what are some things that you're excited about coming into the Detroit Tigers 2020 Major League Baseball season? Okay, I think the first thing I need to do is have a little bit of confession time. Okay. I'm gonna lay I'm gonna lay on the couch here and you're gonna, you know, psychotherapize me, if you would. I would. I you know, it got to be about two thirds of the way through last season. And I was fatigued. I was fatigued with losing. I was fatigued with, uh, you know, usually I'm very passionate about keeping up even with the minutia of, you know, little roster changes, but I found myself not even particularly caring about who was on the roster at the particular time. The losses were just mounting up. 
And um, I think I've gotten a lot of that out of my system now. I've, I'm kind of energized a little bit. I, I have plans for going down to Florida and, and taking in a spring training game. And those are things that I really love. I'm excited about um, seeing the Joker Marchant uh, reno- renovations. Uh, I haven't been there since they've done that. So I'm, I'm kind of stoked about that. Um, uh, what else is there to be excited about? I mean, there are some, some young guys coming around, um, but I'm bracing myself for another long slog of a season, but at least I, I think I have more, more peace about it. I mean, the losses have washed over me so much that I've kind of come to a new sense of numbness about it. Like it's, we're just going to be bad for a little while yet. Yeah, that seems fair. How about you? What are, what are your, what are your emotions regarding the Tigers? These so, days? so here's the deal. I, by and large, experienced very little of the Tigers last year. As I'm sure all of the listeners are aware, I was I was doing the pit spitters, and I really didn't have course, yes. to suffer through um, right. all of those losses because I was watching winning championship baseball um, every right. night. So honestly, just kind of plugging back into the and you know obviously we we still did a few shows here and there. Like it's not like I completely yeah. ignored the team, but just plugging back into it. Um, I'm excited to watch, uh, semi-professional level baseball. Um, there, there's a couple things that I'm excited about coming into this year. I feel like we're finally at the point where I'm trying to choose my words carefully here. Um, where we're at least maybe at a midway point between the old guard and the new guard. Does that make sense to you? Like we've gotten rid of, are you drinking Good. Are you drinking the Avila Kool-Aid that it's, oh, now we're going to start the building back up? I I think, I mean, I am drinking the Kool-Aid insofar as I think that is the plan. I don't trust him in the slightest <laughs> to build up okay, successfully. Right. But yeah, I, I do think that we are at a point where the goal is to build. I I mean, we right. it remains to be seen the success. But we've get, gotten rid of enough... Um, you know, of the, the, the chuff that I think that we will see a lot of the young guys play a lot of minutes. Um, and you know, we have the coveted payroll flexibility now. That's all the rage these days. Oh yeah. You know, you can get rid of your good players to get that, that sweet payroll flexibility. Mm. We're down to two big contracts and uh, Zim's coming off. Yeah. And I mean, what, what's a better draw for free agents than a mostly empty Mm. Comerica park, uh, what three, four straight hundred loss seasons and, you know, Detroit. Uh, Other than that, I, (laughs) I think we're going to be a huge draw for free agents. Um, I, I, I think for me, obviously the big one is the pitching prospects. Um, I don't know that any of them will start the season with us up at the big club, but I think we'll see the majority of them at some point. Um, I'm obviously a, a pitching nerd. Um, Casey Mize, Matt Manning, like uh, monitoring their day-to-day successes in the minor leagues when they come up. I, I mean, that will be in it in itself enough to get me through this season. Um, and then obviously there's, well, yeah, it's it's going to be nice to finally see faces and not just names. I think we've been talking about some of these names for so long. Oh, yeah, these could be, you know, really 
people that you'd move us ahead. But now to actually see them on the field will be nicer. Yeah, and obviously these guys are going to have mixed successes. I mean, nobody's going to come up and set the world absolutely on fire. Um, right. But even just seeing the talent and the the potential for high level play like yeah it'll be finally nice to put some faces with the names that we've been talking about for so long and this reminds me of uh, a time i forget what year it was but there was a much ballyhooed prospect by the name of justin verlander you remember this this guy yeah so yeah he, yeah 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 so i was at Comerica and was very eager to see this this young up and comer. So I'm I'm over by the bullpen and I'm watching uh, the warm up session. I'm watching, you know, uh, you know. Oh yeah, I'm thinking, yeah, he's pretty tall. Wow, he can he can really bring it. Yeah, I'm kind of getting excited about about this guy and um and he rush runs out onto the field. And it turns out I was watching Sean Douglas. <laughs> like, I was watching the wrong guy. Like I was, because I didn't, I had no idea what Justin Verlander looked like. And he was like, or I, it was something like he had his jacket on, or I was a ways away, or something like that. And I was like, I felt like a total tool because I didn't know who this kid, who this kid was. But yeah, that's Sean Douglas. <laughs> I'm su- I'm surprised he's still not on the roster. Um, yeah. I, I think it'll yeah. be interesting to see Nico. Uh, like for a long time, he's kind of been a hole plugger. Uh, you know, but they're they're <laughs> actually <laughs> looking to like make the Nico thing work now, as opposed to just yeah, why not throw him at that? Um, I I think he's shown enough over the last two years to think that there's a halfway reasonable chance that he actually is a regular contributor at shortstop. I, I think that'll be really interesting. See what, what that looks like. So maybe this is a good segue to the next ses- segment here. And By that is, means. do do you think ne- Nico is one of the top 15 most important players for the Tigers? I do not. In the, um, in the organization? So, so obviously this is alluding to the, the Fennec article. Uh, he posted yeah. his, his 15 uh, most important players in the organization. And I think there's a lot of different ways that you can look at this. Um, obviously, just in terms of, of value, I, I think that's probably the, the way he went. Um, I, I mean, clearly he's one of the 15 most important players in 2020. But if we're looking at the future of the organization, I wouldn't say that he's yeah. there. Um, you know, I think that uh, like there are up things... and down, up and down the organization, like all 350 players or whatever. Yeah, I think like, there are who's things most that important. he can do this year to put himself on the on that list. I, I think okay. he is capable of turning into in a season that makes you think that he is capable of being a long term contributor. And honestly, any player, any offensive player that you think can be a piece of the long term puzzle has to be in the top 15 right now. Correct. Yeah, there's not that many to choose from. There, there really aren't. Um, okay, so do you want to go through uh, through Anthony's and then? Um, yep. All right. So at number one, he has um, Matt. Matt so I, go ahead. I feel like he he stole my shtick a little bit. I did this back in November, um, and I felt very proud of myself when I saw it pop up because I thought it was a good idea because I had. I tweeted about it too. Um, but I think it's a, it's a fascinating exercise. So yes, he's got Manning number one. So he, when he's got, I did oh, it, good. I had Manning 
five. Okay, so he starts with four essentially prospects. He's got Manning one, yes. Paredes two, Casey Mice three, and Jake Rogers four. How do you feel about that in general? Um, I had Mice two. I think Mice should be high. Um, I had Paredes lower, and I did not have Jake Rogers on my list at all. I don't have Jake on mine either. But to me, four seems incredibly high for Jake Rogers. Yes. I mean, I, I, I see his thinking. Like, if you can find your, you know, premium catcher, then, yeah, that is a, a huge asset. Uh, but I, isn't isn't Rogers a glove first catcher? Oh, yeah. I mean, maybe a, he's going to maybe his bat will develop. But and the, the problem with Jake is he's just not that young. Like, he kind of should be what he is at this point. Um, but well, he's he, like 25, 26, maybe. Yeah. He's not quite as old as Griner, who's kind of a similar situation. Um, But anyway, so who did you have toward the top of your list? How did you approach this? I had Boyd number one overall. Okay, why? Because he's our best player, a highest war by the numbers, and presents some trade value, right? Who else on our club, I mean, that you really could trade presents much of any trade value? Yeah, I, I, ha- I have him, him at five. I mean, he's clearly there. I had yeah. I had Miggy atop my list. I know that he is. Miggy, yep. The thing, I had him third. The thing yep. with Miggy is um, he is the one that's extended the furthest. He's the one that is owed the most money to. And there is no chance in heck that he's going anywhere. Like, he is going to be the designated hitter for the foreseeable future. Like, that is just the fact of the matter. Um, yep. If we can get anything out of him for the next what three four years like that is complete boon i don't know we got the milestones there's going to be a lot of milestone hits and stuff coming up for him i think that's important um i think well even last year he was the second best hitter on the team and this year he could very well be the the highest offensive production of anybody i've heard he's coming into camp in in pretty good shape yeah yeah absolutely (laughs) man Everybody should roll their eyes at that a little bit. Don't you think? I'd imagine everyone is at this point. Yeah. 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 All right. Speaking of best shape of their life, heading down to spring training, guess who else? This guy. Really? So you've been putting in the work this winter? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm I'm not I'm not going to be too vain. But uh, yeah, I'm heading down in the best shape of my adult life for sure. Wow. Down about yeah, almost 50 pounds. Wow. So. Now it took me eight years, but you know what are you going to do? I, I mean, I don't know that there's any amount of buildup that takes away from fifty. Like that's a that's a lot yeah. of pounds. What, what what's the secret? What yeah, have, what I, have you been doing for it? Well, uh, I've shed a lot of tears watching the Tigers. You know that lose. No, I um, amazing uh, diet and exercise. Can huh. you believe that? Yeah, I can. Wow. Yeah, I, I saw I saw an advertisement for a, a pill on on the television a couple couple <laughs> days ago, and it really sounded like even if you didn't exercise or um, eat well, you still could lose a lot of weight. So that that might have been another another way you could have gone about it. But but yeah, kudos. That's very exciting. Yeah. You know, I just had to get on the the Bichol action or whatever how you you know how you say it. 
I have no idea what you're talking about. Best shape of his life. Oh, okay. Acronym. Yeah. Okay. I need All Craig right, Calcutta yeah. to write up an article about me, maybe. That would help. Yeah, that, that for anyway. sure would. Um, okay. So, um, yeah, who else we got next? The so, next uh, uh, So outside of his, of his prospects or whatever, he has Boyd at five. Back to the prospects with Riley Green at six. Yep. Miggy yep. seven, Willie Castro. And then the one that I most shook my head at is Parker Meadows at nine. Yeah, well, I mean, what do you what do you think he's seeing there? I mean, I, I, what I'm imagining he's seeing is pedigree. It's, yeah, it's Austin Meadows, his brother. That's I think that is his yeah. best attribute at the moment. Let's not kid ourselves. <laughs> I saw a decent amount of Parker Meadows last summer, and I didn't come away impressed. Okay, he said with the question. I mean, you you saw him a few times too, didn't you? Like, yeah, a little bit. Yeah. yeah. I, he's got um he's got a big league body or he's like filling into one. I could see that. He he still uh, runs like a baby deer. <laughs> a little giraffish. A little sure. bit, yeah. Um then who do we so I'm not sold on him, but maybe Scott's, he's young he's kinda young yet, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. yeah I think we drafted him out of high school, so there's yeah. there's he's, time for for him to for sure. grow into the body. He's got Scooble at ten, Jamer Which I like. at yeah. eleven, which yeah, I think he seems too high. I was actually thinking that he potentially seems too low. Like, I think really? the I think the the approach at the plate, his ability to command the strike zone, suggests that there is a major league hitter in there. And if uh, if he is a major league hitter, he belongs higher on this list just based on kind of attrition. Um, he's got Daz at I think twelve. We've seen. I think we've seen what we've seen from. Candelario. I think he is what he is. I, I suspect that you're right. I hope you're not. Uh, right. Daz at 12, Joe at 13. I'm assuming just based on on, on trade value. Uh, Fiedo yeah. at 14 and Michael Fulmer at 15. I thought Fulmer was a really interesting one. I had him much higher on my list. I put him I had at him four. four. Yeah. Overall. So here's the thing. I know it's been a while since we've seen him pitch and pitch really well, but he's good. Like there's, yeah. have he won rookie of the year one year? He's yeah. Um, I know he's kind of been forgotten about and there's a lot of miles on those tires and but the violent Michael, delivery. Michael Fulmer is yeah. a really good pitcher. And if nothing else, I think he has similar to maybe a little bit more trade value than Boyd. And we had Boyd much higher really? on our list. Yeah. Um, any names that are um, uh, that stick out because of their absence on his list? Uh, I have a couple. I have a couple as well. Norris would probably be the big yes. one for me. Um, Surprise, he left out Norris. Especially considering they're kind of boys. But, um, <laughs> I mean, they, they are. Oh, sure. Okay. All right. I, I, think it, I think Norris and pretty much anyone who knows Norris is probably boys. But that's neither here nor there. Yeah, yeah. Norris is good. Yeah, he's, he's a decent pitcher. He started to come into his own towards the end of the season last year. Like, I don't know. It just It's such grabbing at straws there's not that much value and talent in this organization um even um if, are we done with bo burrows i'm done with bo you can have him okay all right do you just because he I, had such a rocky year last year yeah give me give me joey wentz over him any day the thing with bo is okay. i could see him turning into a very um useful reliever but you don't you would never put a a non closer type reliever in in a top 15 list like that also, one other name. Guess who was throwing a baseball? Franklin Perez. Today yep, I had him on my list at nine. Franklin the, Perez. There is so much talent in that arm, and he was he was so far ahead of his his age group um, 
when we got him. He's had, what, two lost years, two, three lost years or whatever, yeah. and he's still yeah. not necessarily, like, old for his level. If he, ha- I mean, it's a, it's a huge if, don't get me wrong. He's missed so much time. I think I said he's only thrown 24 innings in the Tigers organization, but that is a big-time asset. That is... He's become a meme, though. I mean, it's it's stereotype like, oh, Franklin Perez not throwing. He's he's broken again. Yeah, it's kind of. It's but kind the of thing sad. is, is he's he's a big kid. Like there's there's a lot of growing into his body that he still had to do. And I wonder if being so advanced at such a young age put undue stress on his you know physical attributes, namely the arm. So you're you're thinking of him like a NBA center. Yeah, there you go. Big men are late to develop. Is this what you're suggesting? I mean, that's what I'm suggesting, and maybe more so that's what I'm hoping. But <laughs> the thing is, is what has been his carrying tool all along has been his feel for pitching. Like, he hasn't lost that. He still has the the good stuff. He still has the ability to, to change speeds, hit spot. Like, I don't think that the things that he's good at have disappeared in minimal reps over the last two years. It is just a matter of whether he can keep himself on the mound. And, you know, obviously there's there's no projecting of that. Do you know anything about Roberto Campos? I know that he is a name that we should probably be excited about without knowing anything about him. I mean, I, yeah, I mean, uh, we the Tigers kind of like kept him their little secret and then signed him and he's still crazy young he's not coming to lakeland this year evidently he's going to stay in the dr yeah which makes some sense i mean if there's kind of some cultural shock or cultural um slow introduction i don't know how to how to say it but evidently the tigers were stoked about him and i don't and they they paid some money for him but he's he's young and evidently talented but yeah. i don't know anything I, about him i think the money speaks like we're not exactly in spend mode right now if we were willing to to cough up the coin to get him like like we did you got to yeah. think that there's something that somebody saw that they liked for Do sure i trust our talent evaluators no but <laughs> Whoever is making these decisions likes him. So um, yeah. he's the kind of guy that you could see being a top 10 prospect in baseball in like three years. Um, or you right. could see him just never make it to Erie. So, yep. Um, there you go. So, all right. Uh, Travis Demerit uh, didn't really cross the list. No, um, not feeling him. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, there's a couple, a couple other names. Uh, Joey Wentz. I think that there's, I think that there's potential there. Um, I don't know. Is there any other guys that came close for you? I mean, some of our better players are old. I mean, the the twin twins who are coming over. I mean, these guys are kind of rentals. I mean, Nico is has some potential, but he's not super young anymore. Yeah, I mean, like twenty eight, something like that. Like, you know, yeah. there is potential that Nico could be a bat that is still with the team the next time we're good. I'm not sure that there's a whole lot upside beyond that. Right. So, I mean, I think anybody who's going to really be a strong contributor or a valuable piece in two years is kind of on this list, I would guess. Yeah, you would assume so. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. All right. Uh, do you want to move on to your power yeah. rankings? Any, anything else with the Tigers? Obviously, it is yeah. pre-spring training, oh. and there's lots of time to get to everything else. You agree? Yeah, I, I think... Yeah, I once I get to spring training and be able to watch some games and, you know, even if they're the cheesy guys throwing in shorts and getting reports from the beat writers about how the radar gun is lighting up, that'll be more exciting to talk about some of these guys. Hang on, before we get to your power rankings. But right now we're going off of what we last year. Let's, let's do a little uh, prognostication. Who do you think is going to be the spring training darling? There's There's always one. There's always one. Um, Fido. Really? All right. I can see that. Alex Fido. Yep. Yep. How about you? What do you think? I kind of think it's going to be um, Gregory Soto. Gregory Soto? Really? Yeah. Wow. All right. All right. We'll, we'll look out for that. <laughs> no, I mean... We'll, we'll get... It's a, go ahead. He's he's the one that's still like we we let Sandy Baez go. Soto's the one that's still around, right? <laughs> You're so excited about him. We don't know if we, you don't know if we have him. Well, anymore. he's the. They both are very much the have all of the 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 attributes to be a really good pitcher, but you know they're never going to be in a very short uh, camp setting. You can dis, you know you can display all of the various um, tools. Okay. I'm just going to get all this out. Hang on. <laughs> no, no, you got to own it. You got to live with it now. I just want to make sure. That, yeah, it is. It is. It is Gregory Soto. Yeah. No. It's, so the thing with Soto is, is he yeah. throws well, hard. Can... He's left-handed. Like all of the various attributes lean towards being a good pitcher. He's never going to be a good pitcher. <laughs> okay. Austin. All right. I just was looking through the roster. Austin Romine. I forgot about that one. Oh, uh, did we get uh, our home run, our leading home run hitter, Peterson, back? Is that who? Dustin Peterson? Uh, what's his yeah, name? Dustin Brand- Peterson. Brandon Dixon is the one that hit yeah. all the home runs last year. Oh, Brandon. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Brandon Dixon. He's coming back. Yeah. Yeah, he's on the, the non roster invitee list. All right, let's just skip Is that ahead. pretty sad? Like, leading, leading home run hitter is like a non roster guy. <laughs> yeah. Back. What, two years so in a row? Sad. Yeah. Ugh. Okay. Um, here we go. Power rankings. Are you ready for power rankings, Saul? Absolutely. 
I don't know if you've heard any of this news, but evidently the Houston Astros have been in their news for their banging scheme. Have you followed how this banging scheme has worked, Hall? I have, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They use video cameras and then they they diagnostic the signs and then they relay them uh, allegedly by banging a trash can. Not even allegedly. They banged a trash can. (laughs) And allegedly by, you know, on like vibrating Band-Aids or like on devices stuck to the person. Do you believe that part? allegedly i do i I do i believe that it's possible hinch did not deny it did not deny it i feel like they totally did in a in a situation like this anything that you can deny you're gonna deny and and he cannot so baseball has had a long tradition of cheating people have always been looking for advantages and they've done different things to game the system So I have for you the top seven and the bottom three most entertaining ways to cheat at baseball. All right. Are you ready for this? Absolutely. Okay. Number seven. No, you don't have a choice because this is all I got prepared. This is what you're getting. (laughs) Number seven is the spitball. The spitball. Also called loading the ball. So in the old days, you would simply hawk a gigantic loogie on the ball. Or in the modern days, you'd like load it with some Vaseline or something. And basically, my understanding is you change the the shape of the ball so it it curves more and becomes more oblong. Is that is that your understanding of how you cheat? Yeah, and the way? more um, the more friction you can get between your fingers and the release of the ball, the more it's going to uh, spin. You know, that's going to elevate. But that's your spin something rate. different. That's like using pine tar or something like that, right? Yeah, but I will get I, to that. But this is I like think that they ball. all go towards the same end. Anyway, this this is your segment. Go ahead. Oh, anyway. Yeah, it is. Spitball is number seven. Um, number six we just talked about is high tech sign stealing. So this is not totally new. Evidently, there is some history of people using um, telescopes and relaying the signs. See, I'm but OK I think with the telescopes. Astros. If you're bringing in astronomy stuff. What? I'm like, you know what? That's okay. If if they can if they can make Remember, all of this um, happen with a telescope, I'm in. Remember Sale and uh, Kinsler, and Kinsler would do the binoculars gesture. Mm-hmm. That wasn't that long ago. All right, so high tech sign stealing. Your 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 generalized banging scheme is number six. <laughs> all right, number four. Number number five is um, scuffing or tearing up the baseball. So this would be like sandpaper or a thumbtack hidden someplace. And basically you're tearing up the ball before you throw it. Assuming – I assume to create more break on the ball when you pitch it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. You're creating ripples. And you're, you're disfiguring the ball. That's and, you, five. and you find that very number entertaining. Number four is bribery. <laughs> yeah, I, I, well, you, at least you can, at least you can like get caught doing it. And somebody's, oh, one of the dudes got stuck himself with a thumbtack that he had hidden <laughs> on his person. I thought that was kind of funny. Yeah, that I'm, I'm there. For and that. one, um, one story had a guy had a um, like an, you know, like a, a nail file, and they went out to check him, and he he pulled it out of his pocket and threw it on the ground, and a second baseman picked it up before the umpire could catch him. I thought that was kind of entertaining. Mm-hmm, definitely. 
Yeah, scuffing the ball. Okay, number four is straight up bribery. What you do is you pay off the umps. Get, give me some more calls. Here's some money. Or you tell the other team, don't try so hard or be bad. And here's some money for doing that. There's a little bit of intrigue there. It's kind of entertaining, trying to figure it out. I like the old school simplicity of that. Yeah, it's harder today. But yeah. Yeah. Straight, yeah. Why are we spending all this money on video cameras and monitors? Just pay the umpires to cheat. It's Yeah, definitely. Straight, it's very much straightforward. Okay. Yeah. No, number three, it has to do with groundskeeping and it's moving the fences. So Emil Bosard is part of the notorious Bosard family. And in the 20s and 30s for the Cleveland Indians, when the Yankees came to town, they would simply move the fence 15 feet. I find this entertaining. Do you think there's any, any specific uh, former Tigers beat writer uh, that would be more or less inclined to this specific method of cheating? <laughs> and well, he's just he poor. We're talking about Lynn Henning and his hatred for the <laughs> dimensions of Khmer. I don't know that the hatred poor. quite covers it. Yeah. yeah. Well, I was going to say, yeah, hatred is, is maybe too mild <laughs> um number two the second most entertaining way to cheat is by corking your bat mm. the tigers have a have a strong place in history for this because one norm cash was pretty um blatant or it was pretty well known that he court he would cork his bat I like not even the corking, but some of the tails have they put the the super balls, like the rubber balls inside the bat. I like I that. I find that fascinating. Mm -hmm. yeah. you drill it out. You pull, pork it, poke it full of super balls, ready to go. Um, in my lifetime, the most notorious bat, corked bat was, I think, Sammy Sosa. You remember when he got busted with the corked bat? Yeah, I was very young, but yeah, I do vaguely remember that. I think that was kind of the last major splash for a corked bat. But yeah. um, number one, most entertaining way to cheat at baseball to me. You have any guess? I really can't think of any more. So no. Number one is tripping the runners when they go past. So this is easier back in the day. There was a player, John McGraw, and this was in the day when there was only one ump. So the umpire would be watching the ball and he would trip the runner as they went past. And can you imagine like all the people in the stadium seeing a guy being tripped and the umpire isn't looking and being relative, you know, there's nothing he can do about it. There's no second up. There's no replay. The guy's just straight up cheating and tripping the guy. It's pretty entertaining. I could see Kinsler doing that. <laughs> I could too. I could totally see that. Or like AJ Brzezinski or something For like sure, that. Definitely. <laughs> Somebody like that. Um, okay. The three least compelling ways to cheat, in my opinion, are number three, uh, the pine tar on the gripping for the, the illegal substance for gripping the baseball. I feel like this is so commonplace now. Like people don't even care. No, definitely not. Like um, uh, green for us. Shane Green would have it on his hat like all the time. Nobody yeah, you cared. could. I mean, you could see him like you go see to it his on mouth, TV. Yeah, borderline every single pitch. Yeah, definitely. Oh yeah, guys have it on their hats and stuff, and that's why it's almost a splash when other teams will call him out on it. Like the whole Kenny Rogers thing, it was 
you know, LaRusso was almost sheepish about busting him for it. My That's dad crazy. and I sat in the the bullpen beyond left field and watched uh, Papa Grande put a substance on his the, like because you know he wore his socks up on the back of his socks. Oh yeah, um, oh, as, for sure. As he was getting ready to to warm up and then go in, he was I mean, he was this, not concerned with getting caught either. <laughs> yeah, I mean this is pretty blatant. In fact, there's some rumblings that they should just allow you know, some pine tar or something like that. Cause it's in really some advocate, it's almost a safety issue. Like you want your pitcher to get some kind of good grip, especially in cold weather on the ball to keep it from. Yeah. I mean, that's partially what the rosin bag is for, but like it's, you know, if you have a little pine tar on there, it gives you a whole extra. Um, yeah. Bit. Yeah. So I, I find it, it's cheating, but it's not like super compelling. Okay. Number two for me is steroids and doping. Like, I get that it creates more power and stuff, but really you're destroying guys' bodies for, what, more home runs or hit the ball harder? There's other ways to do it. I mean, you could juice the ball, like, which is happening. You bring the fences in. You get more offense that way. There's there's no reason why using steroids is, like, a cool thing to do. It's yeah. not. It's or you dumb. could just change the plane of your swing and, and be with the times. Yeah, well, I guess I guess it's true. The number one lamest way to cheat for me is freezing the baseball. So in the 1967 White Sox, Gene Bosard, who's part of the cheating Bosard family, of course, would uh, and er- earlier in the days in the White Sox history too, would simply uh, freeze the baseballs and make them make them uh, go less far. And even Coors Field, you know, there was some talk there for a while about them in uh, putting the baseballs in the humidor. Do you remember the mm-hmm. talk about that? Vaguely. So, you know, they try to get to a um, kind of an equilibrium to try to balance out some of it. But if you're the if you're the Rockies, you could you could cheat that a little bit, right? Turn mm-hmm. up the old humidity on the balls and you know, anytime anytime you know you have humid balls I'm, I don't know about that. Just saying. Power. That's power rankings. We're getting. We're getting back into it, Hall. Okay, we need a little warm up. <laughs> what do you want from me? It's been months. It has been. I thought you were going to mention the uh, George Brett having the pine tar too uh, too far up on his bat, which, as everyone that knows, is is a uh, a big help when you're in the batting. Yeah. yeah what the heck? that. This seems like such a random thing in baseball history where that was a thing for a while. There are a few it. random things in baseball history. Though. Yeah, well, I'm sure. All right. So let's um, go ahead. Yeah. What have you seen alongside the road while running? So I'll, I'll admit it. It is a little bit more difficult in the winter to see things along the side of the road while run, running because uh, as many snow of you know, there is snow. Yes. Um, but I, I, I actually texted you about this, but I wanted to have a little bit more of an in-depth conversation. I saw an unopened um, string cheese cheese stick just on the side of the road. And it wasn't like in a neighborhood. This was on a 55 mile an hour like country highway just on did the you shoulder. Stop and, did you stop and eat it? I, I did not. The thing is, is I probably it's, it's could been ref- it, exactly. yeah, It's been refrigerated. It's I mean, snow. I don't necessarily like to have a lot of dairy in my system when I'm going out for my run, but I suppose that, you know, it, it could have been peak. a <laughs> soft, but like, eat the street cheese. Come on. 
what what's the the, the thing that I, I keep coming back to is like in a neighborhood I I can see people like going for a walk and like a kid dropping it or something, but I'm pretty much the only one that's running on that road or walking on that road this time of year. Like what what is the scenario that that ends up there? I mean, maybe a redneck's on the back of a pickup and he's eating a six pack of string cheese and he hits a bump and, you know, it comes off the bed of the pickup. So so let me let me get this straight. Rednecks eat string cheese in bulk. Yeah. What do you think dairy farmers eat? They love their dairy and they yeah, they're promoting the dairy industry by eating a lot of string cheese. All right, that, that's fair. How do you eat your string cheese? Do you string it or do you just jump right in Ryan Howard style? I'm not a barbarian. I'm pulling it off with little strings and savoring it. I low-key don't actually really like string cheese. I, I like cheese just in general, but I don't know. Just the, the way it like pulls apart like that, it feels unnatural. Life must just be a horrible place for you if you can't enjoy things in life hall. Come on. Get some nice string cheese. Hello, this is Eric's mom, and you're listening to the Podcastianos. Talk about the Twitter questions. Twitter. All right. I'm in charge of Twitter questions, so buckle up, kids. <laughs> Here we go. Um, oh, Tokars. Tokars has to get in here. How bad an idea is Manfred's most recent bad idea? Um, this one is sort of evergreen. I don't know. I've read. So maybe to recap a little bit, baseball is going to be proposing adding seven teams from each league in the postseason. The best record would get a bye, and then there would be the second best team would get to pick their opponent, which is kind of fascinating. Then there'd be. Um, so the, the, the better teams would get home field advantage and they'd be best two out of three series. That's a quick recap. Yeah. I don't really hate any of those things. The only thing I really don't like is letting a team stand by and wait for too long. Maybe just because I experienced the pain of the Tigers doing that in, um, what was it? Oh, whatever. Where we didn't win against the um, Cardinals. Um, aside from that, I kind of like it. I like more teams in the playoffs. I know it's not a very purist take, but um, the more chances you have to be relevant, the more I like it. I don't know. What's your take? My thing with this is I, I feel like to do something, you should have a good why. And I look at this and my main question is why? why? Yeah. Well, and it's money. Well, it's yes, money. They obviously. have a, they have a TV package to sell. But just I mean, in terms of actual baseball, I don't necessarily see a huge point to it. But yeah, yeah it's always, always not, about selling. Okay, Zubats at Zubats asks, "Will there be a name change?" I'm assuming to the podcast. Um, so far, no. <laughs> Can't speak for the future. No. Can only speak to the past. <laughs> Uh, right will i ever be able to adjust i don't know would you i don't know it doesn't seem likely i I think we might be stuck with this yeah we might we might just roll with it uh tigers oh uh skaronic asks tigers players as oscar nominated slash winning films and if tigers players were on the bachelor oh bachelor (laughs) slash bachelorette who would win and who would stir the pot okay i gotta tell you 
The Bachelor is creating a lot of drama in the Wayne household these days. And <laughs> Mrs. Wayne is very into The Bachelor. And I cannot be in the same room when it's on. I find it so distasteful. I feel like there is a really obvious question or answer to this question, though. Well, I would have no idea. Dan- Daniel what it- Norris. How, how could he not be the, the prime choice? The Bachelor. Yeah. Okay. Um, as far as movies go, um, I don't like movies um i've probably they're too long yeah, they're, 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 they're too, too long i've probably seen um a handful of movies in the last five years uh so i'm gonna respectfully defer to you well who won the best picture oscar parasite i think <laughs> Mickey? who's the who's the biggest <laughs> parasite on the team i'm glad you said it and i did okay. but it, moving along but it's true it's Tiger underscore lifer asks, is this the year's is this year's Liverpool squad the greatest Premier League team of all time? I wouldn't know enough about that. Yes, they are. They are. I mean, they are. They they're on pace to have the most points, which is a pretty definitive measure of how good a team is. But yeah, I mean, I'm I'm a Man United supporter. I hate Liverpool. And yes, they are the best Premier League team ever. Who will we miss more, El Felino or Drew Verhagen? This is a tough question. I no, love both of them for very different reasons. I love El Felino because, you know, he is El Felino. I love Drew Verhagen because I have a personal attachment to him. From a baseball yeah. perspective, we will miss neither. So Drew went to Asia mm-hmm. and El Felino went to what? The Brewers organization, maybe? Uh, Twins? I, I filed I that know. one under who cares? So I, I don't Ouch. know. I guess I guess we don't miss him too much. Um, Anthony Troya asks, ah, with three exclamation points, why have you taken so long to return to us? Well, I think we went through some of that. Uh, you had you were the voice of the spitters, and I was fatigued with the Tigers. Uh, on a baseball note, are you as intrigued as I am about seeing Nico play shortstop all season? Yeah. I don't know how intrigued you are, but I have <laughs> – modest levels of intrigue at best i'm with you there buddy i'm i'm excited to see it 162 yeah. times uh the other troya jeremy troya asks Ex- expectations for riley green in west michigan uh i don't think riley green's gonna be around west michigan that long i wouldn't think you? so i i mean he he At finished all? the season there so i don't know yeah i would imagine that he will see lakeland sooner rather than later yeah so if he They're is gonna there, want I'd, him I'm, yeah, I mean he's he's a fairly advanced, uh, especially for he's, a high school hitter. He might not be in West Michigan at all, yeah. because you get the added bit about Lakeland being kind of home base for the Tigers, and they're going to want to keep an eye on him, keep him close, keep him out of the cold weather, all that stuff. Ah, uh, they might just keep him in. Yeah, Lakeland. I don't know if any of you guys realize this, but Michigan in the spring kind of sucks. It's it super sucks. Um, Robert Baker asks, how many teams does Manfred need to extend the playoffs to before the Tigers are contenders? Uh, all. I was going to say, how many how many teams are in baseball? 30? Yeah, give me give me all 30. Uh, Snack Efron. Ooh, that's a good name. Narls Burkowski asks, <laughs> uh, my wife, who's pregnant with our second child i assume put peanut butter (laughs) on an onion bagel recently speaking of disgusting can we talk about how bad the uniforms are now so the uniforms now have a swoosh on i will not hear any slander about the uniforms i I think they look sharp 
No, dude, the swoosh is stupid. It's not. S- it looks. It looks go. good. This. You know what? You, that's because you're you're a, a zombie. You're a drone for the brand. Guilty. You sell yes. sell. You just you're you're selling out to the Nike swoosh brand. It's better than majestic. No, who? What? What else does Majestic make? Nothing. Yeah, that, well, that Majestic stock puts went to zero. Thing on the side. It puts it on the sleeve. The swoosh is right yeah. in the front on the chest. It's almost like one company Dumb. knows how to do things, and the other company makes. Get nothing. your swoosh off my jersey. I like it. Ah, I like it. Send it back to Oregon, where all that crud comes from. I don't want it. I like jersey. <laughs> Mitch from Michigan asks. If you could be part of one family from the TGIF lineup, which one would it be? Winslow's uh, for sure. I don't know. Yeah, probably. Whichever one has the fewest kids. Yeah, they had a lot of kids. <laughs> but yeah. uh, Eddie, the, the oldest. Full Are you serious? Give me a break. I don't Full House. I get. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I know. Perfect. Perfect. Uh, is it with the Belky Bartakamoose? Perfect strangers. We've had this discussion. I have no idea. It was niche then. It's niche now. TGIF, man. It's good stuff. Ever thought about changing the name of the podcast to the Pod Candelarios? Yes, we've thought about it, and we've. I think we've discussed. I think we should set a war level that if any (laughs) player reaches that number, we try and come up with a pun. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Skronik again trying to double dip. Um. You're in know. charge like, of this. this. Is... You don't have to let him double dip. It's not even a question. We're skipping you, Jacob. Um, Cam Gerard asks, what city would you have the Tigers split their home games with? Um, this is uh, this question is arising, aris, arisen, because Tampa Bay is rumored there's an effort to split Tampa Bay and Montreal, which is an idea everybody hates evidently it makes sense there's a lot of there's a lot of connections between those two cities i could see him pulling it off honestly i i i don't think tampa would care like the city of tampa and its residents would care in the slightest you'd have to be a little creative and i get why it would just be greedy for the owners but i think it's i think it's inherently a kind of fun idea i'd like to see the branding that goes with that i think you could come up with a pretty sweet um city combination logo i think you could do it now, is it a money grab? Yeah. Should they do it? No. But could they do it? Sure. How about April in the Des Moines? Suggest Cam. No, Cam. Not Des Moines. <laughs> Someplace warm. Um, here's an idea. Um, how about something like Mexico City? Ooh. Yeah. I've always wondered. There's there's no professional baseball teams in or major league teams in Louisiana, Arkansas, Mississippi, Alabama, North or South Carolina. I'd like to see a, a New Orleans. Yeah, New Orleans, Charlotte, you something like that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. One of the Villes, Greenville, Asheville, where all the hipsters live. Right. Uh, Nick Halla asks, <laughs> "You're given access to a time machine. What's one thing about the Tigers you would try to alter?" All right, if I have access to a time machine, I'm not using it for anything Tigers related. I'm going back in time and loving baby Hitler more so he turns into a good person. You could also just kill him. I was going to say, you could could also just kill him. Everybody wants to kill baby Hitler. Maybe baby Hitler just needed more affection as a child. Maybe he needed to to not go off to World War I. (sighs) 
Yeah, well, yeah, killing baby Hitler would probably be fine, too. It would okay. probably be fine. Okay, so you you have to do something Tigers-related. Um, I would... I would prioritize if I were to go back in time, I would prioritize um, Scherzer and Verlander and unprioritize Cabrera and Victor. Yeah, that seems fair. I was thinking I, try and get the umpire to give us strike three on uh, Ortiz before he takes Benoit deep. Yeah, that's fair. Um, let's see. Name one player on the opening day roster that you think will be on the Tigers' next playoff team. Ooh, on the opening day roster? Yeah, I don't think there's anybody. Nobody. Unless there's Um, a surprise on the opening day roster. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't see it. I mean, Boyd, maybe? He'll he'll be gone before then. He'll be gone. Uh, yeah, I don't see anybody. Do you have to come up with a new name for the podcast? Or is this an all reds show now? We can talk we can still talk about Nick. Honestly, it might be more fun. Did I see that he's allowing people to call him Nick again? Yeah, we've come full circle. I, I've never I've never left the circle. I've never went around the circle. We've I've never stopped calling him Nick. I wonder if he Nicholas had a, another child which gave him more cl- clarity of thought and thought, you know what? Nick is better. Nick is better. Nick is better. Which prospect would you trade to the Dodgers for Jock Peterson? Peterson? Peter, I don't even know. P- Peterson. He's, he's a yeah. fairly famous baseball player. I feel like that's a I name know, you should know. know. He lives out west. That's true. Plays, he plays after you go to bed. For sure. I'm an old man now. Oh. Uh, I don't know. I feel like. How good is he? He's. Jock. He would hit three or four for us, but that doesn't really say much. I'd say anyone. Below Anybody who's not Franklin Perez green. down, I would trade for him. Any of okay. your Wences, uh, Fido, Dad, like I don't know that I'd give up any of the big three arms. I wouldn't give up Riley or Perez, but I think anyone beyond that. Okay, good sure, to know. Why not? Good to know. All right, uh, that is it. We've exhausted all of our Twitter questions. Cool. Yeah. It's, been, it's been a good show back. Um, yeah. <laughs> it has been a show back. It's, it's, it was okay. It's it was okay. The best it's one a, of 2020. It's fine. Yeah. There, <laughs> there, there will be more shows. It can improve. Yeah. yeah. You know, after we – I'm pumped for spring training. I'm pumped to go down there. And I think there will be some fun and interesting things to talk about from central Florida. Real Florida. <laughs> the most exciting part of Florida. For <laughs> <Right>. sure. <laughs> Come to Florida. I like all their billboards. Central Florida. You know, it's it's like Florida, but uh, without the burden of water. You know, yeah. while simultaneously nope. being a massive swamp. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's get out of here. I got to go cut all of that uh, Gregory right. Soto chat out. Um, but if you want to get in touch with the show, you can. <laughs> I am at Jordan Hall 23. Eric is you have a new one. What's your new one? Yeah. Eric Wayne's brain. Yeah. Um, Simple. And the show is at podcastianos uh, podcastianos at gmail.com. If you want to email the show because you don't have a Twitter Um, and I, I no longer have my outline up. So I'm there are other contact infos. You will get them uh, in future episodes. Oh, and leave us a review. That would be nice. Yeah. Um, anything else to say to the people before we get out of here for the week? 
This is like a C minus show. <laughs> We're a little rusty. He's got degrees, rusty. man. <laughs> right. Send it. Send it. All right. And uh, with that being said, we will catch you guys next week. And eat them up, tigers. Eat them up. Goodbye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 